0: through the
1: ages i am riley smurl i'm sydney mcelroy and i'm taylor smurl well sisters happy my daughter's birthday <laughs> well and a happy your daughter's birthday to you too that's not really a holiday it for i mean i'm sorry it's okay. it's uh <laughs> it's I, for cooper day i gave birth to a human and this is the anniversary of that and it's not a holiday I mean, it is for for Cooper, even though she doesn't really. I mean, yeah, she doesn't really know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, so the focus is on her, not so much the <laughs> fact that you you made her. That's a. I thought you figured that out with your first kid, but maybe maybe another parent didn't tell you. <laughs> Listen, I'm still celebrating that it's it's been a year since I've been pregnant. That's great. <laughs> that's the, that's good for me. Then a whole year of not pregnant, which has felt very good <laughs> after having pre- been pregnant before that. <laughs> I actually kind of like that concept like I think that's a good thing on, on birthdays it's like yeah it's a birthday I'm gonna celebrate me oh
0: also thanks person that birthed me <laughs> that yeah. was a big deal for you we always give people presents on their birthday but it's like you didn't do anything <laughs> I think I think
1: everyone should give you presents but then you give one good present to to your mom. We're advocating to give our mom presents on our birthdays right now. Yes. Just making yes. sure you're both aware of that. Yeah. I just like a token of appreciation for creating you inside of their body. Dads get nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, you know what? I'm actually okay with that. <laughs> My, I'm Being pregnant with Cooper was a lot harder on me than Justin, I'm going to say.
0: Yeah, I think I everyone would agree with that.
1: Yeah. I'm not saying he didn't
0: do anything. I'm just saying it was harder for me. <laughs> I, I tried to yeah. tell your baby happy birthday and she just kind of stared at me and then tried to give me a pack of baby wipes mm-hmm. and then just sat in a box. She, she loves to sit in boxes. Like baby stuff. Yeah, if she like, finds
1: a box, she'll go sit in
0: it. She wasn't very receptive of my happy birthday.
1: You should have seen her when we sang her happy birthday this morning. It was as soon as she woke up and she and like Charlie started it and we all started singing and she was just smiling at us like this big goofy grin looking at us like, what's happening? This is the best what's day ever. Why is everybody singing right away? Everybody I think we're going to do this every morning. <laughs> I'm going to wake her up every morning with happy birthday from now on. Just because yeah. just to get that smile.
0: Oh, oh, this is nice. I think there may have been <laughs> a morning while. Good to you, too. <laughs> I think there may have been a while where mom did do that for one of your daughters. Like, every few days, it was like, oh, you've been alive now for four weeks. Oh, now it's five weeks. Yeah. It's seven weeks. Happy birthday.
1: Well, she decided that Cooper really liked the song Happy Birthday, so she would <laughs> sing it to her
0: all the time. And I was like, this is going to get very confusing. <laughs> it's going to lose all meaning.
1: Yeah. Cooper's going to be like 358 by the time she's
0: like eight. Like I've had so many birthdays. What's we my years? I love Um, that song. I have sung me the song of many times. (laughs) How is Cooper celebrating being one? Uh, Well, today she'll get to stick her face in
1: a cake. So that'll be good. That's good. Um, That's what you do every year, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's better than tomorrow, uh, for her anyway. Because tomorrow I am taking her to a doctor's appointment for her one-year checkup and to get her one-year vaccines.
0: Mm. Well, that's a... a painful Which is,
1: way to spend valentine's day and your birthday well she doesn't know it's valentine's day but <laughs> we won't tell her that <laughs> It's one of those. It's the greater good thing that like, there's no way she's gonna understand. She's just gonna be like, "Why is mom so mean?" <laughs> she, she took me to. She took me to her friend, and her friend like checked me out, and that was kind of neat, and talked to me, and that was fun, and then poked me, <laughs> and I don't understand. All her friend
0: did was poke me with
1: needles. <laughs> it, uh, but this if might she could, break if she the good. Assist- ha- Sorry, this <laughs> might break the good association with the happy birthday song. You know, that's true. I won't sing the happy birthday song right before the vaccines. Sing
0: it right after.
1: (laughs) (laughs) To recover. Uh, No, but it's one of those greater good things that she just, she's too little to understand that I do it because I love her. Yes. Right. It's a good thing that she's getting them. I will be glad, especially she'll be getting, uh, among her vaccines will be her MMR. That's her measles, mumps, rubella vaccine. And I am very happy that she'll be getting it.
0: How'd they put so many in one?
1: They can just... Some they just, of them, they put it's so easier to make combos one. of than... Yeah. But it's great, because that's fewer fewer needles.
0: Well, yeah. It's just like there's a... It's like a, it's like a meal combo deal. Yeah. You want, you want that's a, there's fries and a drink with that? <laughs> you want measles and rubella with your, with your mom's vaccine? Here yes, you go. please.
1: <laughs> give me all the vaccines. I will take them all, and I will give them to my children, and I... I hate watching them get shots, but you know what? I'll do it every time, because
0: <laughs>
1: I, I will. I'm always there. I'm not. I'm not squeamish. I stand right there. I hold them. Well, I
0: would hope not. You are a doctor.
1: I I dry their tears and I kiss their little their little arms and legs after they get their shots. But I will always give them their shots because uh, that is so much better than watching them get horrible diseases that we can prevent.
0: So that's why. This has been Sydney's <laughs> Vaccine Corner. <laughs>
1: But, but Sydney, it's, it's not, it's not natural, you know, it's a natural order of <laughs> things. <It's just laughs> I'm dying I, of measles. I love to see people say that, like, I don't, I don't get vaccines because I just, a lot of it, and this is not a knock on anyone's beliefs, but a lot of it is, I'd just rather leave it up to God. And like, if you're going to take that attitude, you also don't go to doctors, right? Yeah. Or like, brush your teeth or drink clean water, or cook your meat, or I mean like, if we're just gonna, I mean like, (laughs) if that's how we're going at it. And if you do believe that, like, well, but then didn't God make some some fancy pants smart person that was like, yo, I made this vaccine for this problem that was killing all these kids or I made this really cool toothpaste, like like,
0: (laughs) like, So so your breath wouldn't (laughs) stink? (laughs) Yeah. Like so your teeth would stop falling out here. <laughs> you know how I mean, every just... time
1: you ate raw meat, you got horrible diarrhea. Well, guess what? <laughs> Fire. <laughs> I cooked it all. <laughs> we, uh, I, I sent you this this smart smart buddy to give you all these vaccines. I sent you a couple smart buddies. Come on. <laughs> uh yeah, and it, I this is especially difficult because we we live in an age where it is easy to find uh equally loud voices that are telling you both the truth and dangerous lies all the time and it can be hard to distinguish i feel like though (laughs) what (laughs) was that dark very dark (laughs) well i i i I think this is gonna this we're gonna put our tin hats on in this episode a little bit i think (laughs) i like to believe that uh most people just don't know the truth like that they they they've been misled Mm, I yeah. I that that is why they make the absolutely terrible decision not to get vaccines or vaccinate their children because it's an absolutely absolutely terrible decision. Uh but I I know that there are forces out there that also just know they they don't care. They are willfully yeah. ignoring the truth and For science. Sure. Um I feel like your generation on the whole is a little more aware of things.
0: Yeah, I mean, something my generation has shed light on, so that everyone is aware of the truth, is that Chuck E. Cheese recycles used pizzas and puts them together to make new pizzas. This is something my generation has contributed to society. You're welcome. What? So, popular YouTuber. (laughs) What? Shane Dawson. There's no way. We dropped a little bit for this show, talked all about like, (laughs) and now Riley just. Bombed the whole format with this. Well, I what? just like I thought it was important. What? We're talking about uncovering the truth, and it, we do question everything, and we do uh, call everyone on on their on their things and on their mistakes, and want them to explain themselves. And this is this is maybe a lighter side of things before we before we get too uh-huh. dark. Okay, but I hope that
1: this is a solid source because we don't want to spread misinformation, Listen, especially not, about Chuck E. Cheese's. I am not I mean, spreading. not especially. I don't know. I don't have a <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese's. At least that sweet sponsor. The Rock <laughs> explosion will not stand no, for not, this. No, not Billy
0: Bob's. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. Oh. The Chuck E. Cheese. The one with the, the mouse. God. Yeah, um, cheese. E okay, they they the popular YouTuber Shane Dawson, who did the documentary series on TanaCon and on um Jeffree Star, and have very gotten very popular for his investigative video series, just released his conspiracy theory video that was about an hour and a half long. And one of his conspiracy theories was that if someone orders a pizza and does not finish it and leaves like three or four slices on their tray, they take those slices back. And put them together with other leftover slices to form new pizzas. Because if you look at some picture, and they went to Chuck E. Cheese's in this this episode and ordered pizzas so they could see for themselves, they don't match up. Like the lines that are supposed to go across to cut pieces don't go across straight through. The crusts don't line up. They look like they're from many different pizzas. Is that but, their only evidence, or did they like? Was there like a whistleblower? Well, they tried to ask. They tried to ask an employee. They said they talked to a previous employee who was like, yeah, th- that has happened before. Like, that's a, definitely a thing. And then they talked to an employee when they went to Chuck E. Cheese, who was this poor, like... They blurred out her face, but oh, she sounded like on. she was, like, maybe, like, 18. She was like, oh, what do you mean what's wrong with the pizzas? Oh, what do you mean? And they're like, well, I mean, it looks like it's from, like, two different or three different pizzas. Like, this doesn't even go together. The lines don't even match. And she was like, huh, that does look pretty bad, doesn't it? Uh, uh. Okay. I can't
1: I can't have it be that in my <laughs> lifetime I have to witness two separate and
0: completely different pizza gates <laughs> I I, that cannot happen I just I encourage all of you to look up pictures because it is wild like you will look at this and say no there's no way this came from this is one pizza that someone has made
1: all right I I have... I have I have one question, and I, this is the thing. <laughs> one. <laughs> well, I have many questions. Why Why is this the hard hitting topic that Shane Dawson felt like investigating?
0: <laughs> well, this time I know I of know. all things. There were but... two other very serious and uh, more informational conspiracy theories in that video, but that was his third.
1: Okay, they they have actively denied it. Chucky uh, Jesus has since that video came out. But here's the thing.
0: I've worked at a pizza
1: place where we sold by the slice and whole pizzas. And when you had half of a pizza and like we would make several of the popular pizzas at once, we'd put them together. It didn't mean that it was coming off some other's plate. It did mean that, yes, now it's a whole pizza. It's just comprised of these two half pizzas I had. Is it not the same as getting a whole pizza cut into pieces? Yes. Does it look a little wrong? Yes. Did we scrape pizza off of other people's plates and Jenga it back together? But no. it doesn't
0: look like two halves. It looks like 10 different pieces.
1: Yeah, because they do square cut pieces at Chuck E. Cheese. No, they have triangles. But then I, I don't it's I just don't actually from know. several pizzas. Like in, I don't... In, in Huntington, there's still a Billy Bob's. Yeah, like, there's no all Chuck odds, E. Cheese. So <laughs> I'm not, we, we're like the last <laughs> remaining Billy Bob's on Earth, so I don't know. <laughs> Uh here okay. I have I mean two. they
0: could be Individually no, I, know reheating to, the, I know we need to I know we need to get to the, the real things we we're gonna talk about. I just wanted to to start with something light to, to kind of be uh, I, an example of the deep questioning my generation deep questioning. has for everything we witness. I,
1: I have I have two competing feelings about this just for my for my own personal just to share this. Uh on one hand, from a public health standpoint, that seems dicey. <laughs> uh you know taking pizza yeah. off other people's plates And putting it together But on the other hand from a food waste perspective I mean I do appreciate Their efforts not to waste food Because we waste so much food As, a, as humans Can't humans they just let the, the poor teens Working back there to, to eat so, it <laughs> well, I wait, mean yeah this, But there's probably a I don't know <laughs> This is the thing too The pizza that you ordered apparently Was a half pepperoni half cheese pizza So if once again like pizza pizza places sometimes they're made fresh to order sure i don't think chuck e cheese is making every pizza fresh to order and i think that's okay because i think it's chuck e cheese (laughs) they made a pepperoni they made a cheese and they cut them in half yeah they had like two thirds of a pepperoni left they had a few slices of cheese over here and a few slices of cheese over here it's still all in the back of the house and sanitary they just put them together on the same plate yeah from a food waste perspective it's like it's If you sell, buy the slice, and buy the pie pizza, you're going to waste a lot of pizza. I'm just saying, if I'm eating pizza at Chuck E. Cheese already, I'm probably just going to roll with whatever. I'm mean, i
0: not going to get too picky. That was the conversation (laughs) they had in the video. They were like, if this pizza comes out and looks like it's made of other pizzas, are we still going to eat it? And they all, in a moment, they were like yeah yeah <laughs> we're still gonna eat it <laughs> well i i don't think that the Chuck E. cheese
1: pizza gate <laughs> is the hill i want to i want to die on <laughs> honestly
0: no we i was more thinking that you're uh, a generation of enlightened uh-huh. investigative curious Except skeptical conspiracy theorists
1: the the problem though is that in this age where information is readily accessible and easy to spread you might have just created false information.
0: I stated it, it, was I right. it was a theory. Mm-hmm. I said it was a theory. I said there there are pictures. There is a video. There that is a theory. And before we
1: get sued, as Taylor has already said, let me just reiterate: Chuck E. Cheese has denied this. Yeah. And we have no evidence that it is true.
0: I said it was a theory.
1: It's, there there are assertions.
0: Well, there's a big difference. Allegations from.
1: from Like health department wise, taking food off of other people's used plates and reserving it versus like, yeah, we had eight pizzas in the back. You wanted a pizza that was three different pizzas. So we cut up three different pizzas and put them together. What did you expect? It's Chuck E. Cheese. Go play in the ball pit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm way more concerned about the health of the ball pit than the pizza. (laughs) The health department would not be cool with that. I I guarantee that part. Uh, Whether or not I am okay with it, the health department is not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to introduce that <laughs> at my next manager's meeting at work. Like, See so how you know, sometimes people just leave waffle fries behind? What if we just put them back in? What? No! <laughs> just take two halves of a sandwich. There's a just, whole sandwich.
0: <laughs> it's fine. Um, so, There are more important things we are going to discuss. Yes,
1: yes I was going to compliment your generation. Well, thank you. Not so much on your investigative pizza journalism. Oh, well. um, I do like pizza, but that was not where I was going. I was I was gonna compliment your generation on the fact that I feel like when it comes to matters of the environment, you're a lot more woke than our generation was, uh, as evidenced by how much millennial support there is for AOC's Green New Deal, mm-hmm. which seems to have caught a lot of news organizations off guard. Like they couldn't believe, like polling, like oh, that seems like very it's very popular. Mm-hmm among younger people and I don't find
0: that surprising. I don't. I mean I think that everyone I I know at least and myself is very aware of the fact that like, hey, the people older than us for the most part kind of messed with the planet we are living on <laughs> <laughs> and they're gonna leave it a lot sooner than we are, so we have to do something about it. A lot, I mean a lot I'm saying sooner? the people <laughs> a lot older than us. I'm talking about like like three generations back okay, okay, like the people who were all part of the the industrial revolution like the creation (laughs) of of the the vehicles the mass production plants the Mm. the ways of business that are destroying the environment um and we have to do something about it or else we're going to be stuck on a planet that is that is dying and we're not going to have any way to fix it
1: well it's it's a very interesting shift in like i'm not going to say that you are the first ones to have like concerns about the environment obviously right Uh, that's been a long time but I feel like when I was younger I had like this epiphany I had a science teacher who got me concerned about the environment in like sixth grade and that was like when I started my crusade about like we have to do things to protect the earth but I didn't know what to do and I feel like the kinds of like kind of campaigns that i would see I, I remember them specifically like in comic books there would be pages sometimes like a page that would tell you about recycling or something do you remember these t- <laughs> you, like in the archies there would literally be a little archie comic page where like betty and Veronica would be recycling yes yes and and like i remember like those were my early exposures to these ideas or like channel one that they used yeah. to show us in school would, would tell us, it was like a news program for, mm-hmm. for kids in school, it, they would tell us things like that we could do to save the environment and it, and it was usually stuff like turn the water off when you brush your teeth so you don't waste water, mm-hmm. um, make sure that you're turning all the lights off in your house when you leave so you're not using electricity that you don't need, um, cutting the rings that were the plastic rings around your soda cans or soda bottles that was a, that, I thought that was like the end all be all like ah, oh, look what I'm doing, I would like do it at other people's house like wait a second let me let me take those rings really. <laughs> let me just real fast Which, I, I really care about the yeah. environment
0: <laughs> i will say i still do that if i have them and just kind of like hulk the rings apart and before it's, i throw them in the me too trash me too it's a good thing to do
1: i i do remember Go that ahead, point Tay, when tell I, us <laughs> what i don't know i was gonna say tell i i i, uh, I could see you thinking like this is not enough <laughs> <laughs> well no like i remember having that thought as a teenager like whilst cutting the rings like we're cutting the rings because we know this is going in the ocean right (laughs) (laughs) that's why we're doing it like they're not going to stop throwing these away into waterways full of living creatures so we're just doing them so it's less likely to strangle them to death oh that's dark
0: i'm gonna still cut the rings but but i do (laughs) realize that now when i was like Mm -hmm. you know 11 12 like i'm i'm saving a duck i'm saving a little turtle right now it's like like, wait what why is it gonna be with the ducks and turtles in the first place Mm -hmm. it's just gonna
1: choke on it and in tiny pieces instead of it wrapping around its limbs and drowning it great For some reason i thought that
0: that there were like (laughs) specified places for garbage and sometimes like rogue ducks would just wander (laughs) in And then just be <laughs> looking around for food, and just like you know, <laughs> bend its head down to grab something, and just get its head stuck in a ring. Like oh no. ducks are
1: just madcap; they're just <laughs> idiots. They just, <laughs> just roam the earth, attracted to plastic.
0: that's the problem it's the it's the animals encroaching on
1: our garbage not the (laughs) garbage (laughs) encroaching on the animals
0: like sneaking into the landfill at night like what am i gonna get out tonight that so seems like the way they would have
1: sold it though back when everybody didn't know how things work like sometimes animals go where they shouldn't be and it was like (laughs) just some stupid little duck like wandering into a garbage dump like oh no mr duck like no we threw it on top of his house we just cut it into smaller pieces like, <laughs> it's great. Here's this... then, it really seemed like this was what you did like that like there was a time period where it was like that and recycle
0: mm-hmm. yeah and then
1: you're like you did it you saved <laughs> earth like yay I'm recycling and I <laughs> I cut all the rings I did it what else do I do now the earth is fixed the, the earth yep, is... did saved. I fix it yeah I, I bought mean, like, one of those T-shirts with a peace frog on it that proceeds <laughs> go to the rainforest, so that's cool. Yeah, I, I that was another thing like you could like donate money to like save the rainforest. I didn't know exactly what I was saving it from. I just wanted to save it because I thought that sounded good, mm-hmm. and uh, that was yeah, that's that it. was that was it. I thought we've saved the earth now, didn't we? I didn't use hairspray.
0: Right there, you go.
1: So done yeah and as i got older i realized how much more complex this was Mm -hmm. how there were so many things we weren't doing and how um kind of like you said with the soda can rings it's like it's just the tip of the iceberg right like why are we throwing plastic in the ocean Mm -hmm. and oh my gosh (laughs) how much plastic are we throwing in the ocean and then you watch those documentaries about the islands of plastic in the ocean and you can't sleep at night thinking about the islands of plastic in the ocean is that just me no (laughs) <laughs> no, I cried myself to sleep after watching a, a Blue Planet documentary about the the part about the coral reefs drying yeah. up because we've killed we've killed most of them. Yeah. So I think <laughs> <laughs> there was a fish. His name was Percy because he was so persistent and about like building his little nest so he could have a family. And then his 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 coral got all bleached and I don't know what happened to Percy. They didn't tell us. But don't I don't hey Tay. Percy's fine. Don't worry about Percy's Percy. fine. I'm sure Percy is fine. Well, his coral died. No, don't. Let's not worry. <laughs> let's let's think but, of other things. <laughs> well, no, but here's I'm the thing. sure Percy's fine. <laughs> I told- talked to Percy <laughs> yesterday <laughs> she's and out he says hi. <laughs> no, but, Percy uh, just had said, to move up worry, right, Taylor. <laughs> I am good. Everything's fine. What is <laughs> that voice? It's not fish fish what he voice. sounds like. We've talked <laughs> on the phone. It's a fish voice. That's it's a fish voice. i don't know what fish voice is but i it's the thing is like there's a part of me that gets really angry because we were all we you know i remember doing all those things and thinking this is this is what we're told to do we care about the environment this is good and it was all just kind of like a pat on the head from the adults i'm gonna use somewhat ironically that term but like when the bigger picture was not a thing we were being educated on. I don't remember. I mean, we, we learned about, like, greenhouse gases. And that resulted to, like, cars are bad sometimes. But, you know, we're not going to tell you alternatives to them. Hairspray's bad. Don't use too much of it. Like, it's like it was the dumbest solutions we were given. And we were never really given the big picture. Because the big picture, at I think, has been purposely kept away from us. By a lot of money like a lot of very yes. deep pockets yes we can learn yes. about it but not enough to be engaged and active in changing it and that was our generation i think that's changed uh i want to talk about our hopeful future yeah <laughs> where, where we know what's going on and are doing something about it but before we do that let's check the group message
0: okay uh i have a sponsor i'm going to tell you all about this week i'm just going to keep Taking charge, telling y'all about our sponsors. This week, Still Buffering is supported in part by Squarespace. So, I want to make a website about uh, Chuck E. Cheese Pizzagate. Oh, no. And... (laughs) (laughs) I can use Squarespace to do that because Squarespace lets me create a beautiful website about this very important cause. And I about can, how it's probably not true, About right? how it. Yeah. M- about how it's almost certainly not true. Be maybe not. Also maybe true. No, let's say. Let's say. It's about not. how it's, it's a theory. This is uh, definitely
1: not true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can turn your cool idea into a new website. You can blog or publish content. You can sell products and services of all kinds and so much more with everything that Squarespace does gives you, including beautiful customizable templates created by world-class designers, a new way to buy domains and choose from over 200 extensions, analytics that help you grow in real time, and 24-7 award-winning customer support. You can make your website stand out with the help from Squarespace because they'll gonna give you all the tools and all the space to make whatever you need uh, out of your website. And if our listeners want to check out Squarespace, what should they do, Taylor.
1: Well, uh, you just need to go to squarespace.com slash buffering and you can get a free trial uh, when you're ready to launch your website, uh, which should not be about uh, uh, Chuck E. Cheese conspiracy theories. Uh, (laughs) Use the offer code buffering and you'll get 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So that's squarespace.com slash buffering, offer code buffering, save 10% off. Uh, The other sponsor we want to tell you about this week is ModCloth. We love ModCloth here uh, because mm-hmm. uh, the clothes on ModCloth, and it's beyond clothes. That's where I started. I started with clothes. But mm-hmm. there are accessories and things for your room, all kinds of different stuff that you would love. And one of the best things about ModCloth is that they believe fashion should celebrate all women. And that's why they're expanding their size range to uh 0 to 28. So it's never too early to start thinking spring. And it's a great time to go ahead and refresh your wardrobe in time for spring. Mm-hmm. There, there are already some warmer days. So.
0: And they're coming up soon. So that's get, what the groundhog told me. Yeah,
1: that's right. The groundhog <laughs> said that we're going to have an early spring. So you got to get your new spring fashion. Exactly. And if you've got a question about fit, the team of Mod stylists can hook you up with complimentary sizing and styling help. Uh, some of the my favorite pieces of clothing that I own, uh, that I have owned for years, I've been wearing Mod cloth. I got at this website, and I would highly recommend you check it out. I know we were all fans um, yeah, long before they became one of our sponsors. So, to get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, go to modcloth.com, that's M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H.com, and enter code BUFFERING at checkout. This offer is valid for one-time use only and expires on May 5th, 2019. So, check it out now, 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, go to modcloth.com and enter code buffering at checkout to go check those out so we were saying we're going to talk about more hopeful things (laughs) (laughs) i'm not i'm just i'm not being negative i'm just saying it's 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 i i was struck by the fact that it's like okay it's better that we live in an age where all of this super depressing stuff that's true we can know than before when we lived in an age where we didn't even know it it's a bummer, but right. it's a bummer that means progress. I no, I agree with you. I think that's true. I think that that was the bigger thing. It's like uh, when your news is largely coming from TV, or I, I was going to say newspapers, but like growing up, the only newspaper we had access to was a local paper, mm-hmm. and they largely reported on local stuff. Yeah. And so, I mean, I'm not saying there wasn't like a world news section. It just was much smaller, right? And so I wasn't getting a lot of, a lot of news outside of the area, um, except for what would make it on like nightly news. Mm-hmm. Uh, the now you have access to so much more information from so many sources. It became clear to me, like like I said, that you know we need to be concerned about how much plastic we're using in the first place because it's all going somewhere, no matter what f- shape or form mm-hmm. it. You've cut it into. It's all going somewhere. And I think things like, I I really remember there was a point in time where I feel like we got the message as kids, hey, uh, chlorofluorocarbons are bad. They're destroying the ozone layer. We all got to stop using them. Got it. No more hairspray. Mm -hmm. And they took it out of all these products, right? Like they took CFCs out of all these different products so that we would know not to, you know, we couldn't use them because they were hurting the ozone layer. Then I feel like there was like messaging that was sent like, we're fixing it. Everything's better now. Yeah. We fixed it. I mean, didn't didn't we all get that impression for a while? Like, good job, everybody.
0: Good job. Wasn't there that bit of time where they were like, Yeah, there is a hole in our ozone layer, but it's shrinking. Well, and that was and I but and I feel like and that may all be somewhat
1: true, but I feel like that was sold as like we fixed climate change for a while. And I mean it really I don't know how familiar you are with Al Gore, Riley. (laughs) (laughs) he's a fan of inconvenient truths have you heard of al gore yes okay i i really feel like it was al gore who made a lot of people very aware of this and i'm not saying he was the first one who was like aware that global warming climate change was happening obviously not there were many many smart scientists who've been saying this for a long time We were concerned about the amount of carbon that we're releasing into the atmosphere and and the damage that we're doing to the planet as a result of the climate change that's occurring Mm -hmm. and what it's eventually going to do to our species, i.e. wipe it out. Yeah. Right. Uh, But I feel like the documentary and Inconvenient Truth by Al Gore for, for, I mean, for myself, I know among them was like the first time where I watched it all laid out and went, oh, (laughs) oh, This is a lot worse. I didn't know. I didn't know. This goes beyond the fact that I threw away an aluminum can the other day and didn't recycle it. Like, this problem is so much bigger. Yeah. And I was never taught that.
0: Yeah. Well, Well, I mean, I feel like for a lot of people, the way you are first introduced to it, at least in my generation, is, like, you see the pictures of the polar bears that are living on, like, the shrinking uh, Mm -hmm. platforms of ice or, like, the the, uh, animals living in rainforests that are being cut down. But never people in America or other, like, you know, modern areas being affected by it. Well, even it. humans. Right. Or even humans. Yeah. Like, you never see it like, oh, it's affecting where I live. This is affecting the air I breathe and the, the my habitat as a human. It is awful. It is affecting these animals and these, these other places. But it was never presented as something that was affecting us and for a lot of people i'm not saying for us i'm saying for some people if you don't think something's hurting you you tend not to to think about it as much right. it's not until you realize it's affecting you directly for a, i think a lot of people that you want to do something about it and even then some people don't even believe it is harming them or anything at all
1: I, and i and i think the you know there's the other thing is that it's, it's a big difference between corporate approved truths mm-hmm. or things you can do and then like actual truth they're, they're mm-hmm. unfortunately they're different yeah. in our in our economy i mean you know specifically with the environment and like this is not me this is not me getting out of vegan soapbox i think incorporating more plant-based products into your life shouldn't be controversial i'm not saying cut out everything that's not i'm just saying even just for the environment one of the biggest contributors to greenhouse emissions is is uh like factory farming is Calvarts, honestly, like, and also the amount of land that we have to grow to support the amount of meat we produce in the meat and dairy industry, that we could use for crops that could feed, you know, multiple times the people that we feed with the meat. Uh, this is information that has, you know, we didn't learn that in our studies about like how to protect the environment because the meat and dairy industry are huge, huge, like multi-million dollar companies that have a lot of control in the government so this information was actively suppressed and i think that there's a really important emphasis on misdirection like oh there was a problem with the environment great these are the things you can do to save it
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then you feel like you're doing something so we all feel good about ourselves meanwhile the bad people doing the bad things can keep doing the bad things like yeah that's I, it's just classic control I, I think you're right i, I wondered if um AOC was going to get a lot of backlash because one point she made was like just one day a week don't eat beef Mm -hmm. yeah that was that was and I I imagine she's going to get hit hard for that among other things right
0: that's a massive lobby that the
1: big corporations don't like that she's saying
0: yeah well I (laughs) mean she's
1: speaking the truth
0: and that ties back to it's hard to get information that you know is the entire truth because you never know where it's coming from i'm not saying fake news i'm not saying media is media is fake and journalists are liars i am a journalism major i obviously <laughs> don't think that but you never know when you're hearing from politicians or from people in positions of power like who is who's giving them money who is telling them to say these things who's writing their speeches who funded their yeah. campaigns and yes, especially somewhere like West Virginia, where most of our economy is built on an industry that isn't the best for the environment. It's hard to know when you get information in school, when you're learning about West Virginia history or economy in our state mm-hmm. or the development of our state, where it came from, like how I, I, it was until very recently that I was able to feel like I am m- close to, too well educated on the actual reality of like the coal economy and mm-hmm. and what it does to the environment and where it came from and the impacts it's had not only on the environment but on the economy and on on people living here and and all those mm. kinds of things and on the health of and people. on the health yeah. of people and it's something that people aren't taught about especially i mean one if you live here you aren't taught about it because people don't want you to think it's bad two if you don't live here you aren't taught about it because like it doesn't it wasn't a part of your state or other places that coal is yeah. a large part of the economy not just west virginia but i mean you know things like that that you just you don't get reliable information on because there are people with sure. higher interests than helping the environment
1: but yeah no good. go ahead go ahead well I just like i think that that feeling that you're having is the feeling that the people in control want you to have like Mm -hmm. I think that's the thing like and I we were talking about this earlier but uh, you know before information was controlled we got it from the news we got it from the newspaper these were corporate owned entities what was talked about and more specifically what wasn't I was still partially bought and sold uh with the dawn of the internet and readily accessible information suppressing information draws attention to it you know you take down a website about something because it makes you mad all that does is draw attention to the fact that it's a It's a thing you're paying attention to. I think that the answer instead was to create so much volume around controversial topics, so many counter opinions that it drowns out the truth. I think there's a reason that the first time we started hearing the term fake news was in relation to the Trump administration from the Trump administration. It's an important, important concept in scaring us away from the idea that we can know actual truths in our society like it's it's the environment that the people that are trying to get away with with the same crimes that they used to be able to get away from in an age with less information now they have to find a way to do it in an age with so much information the only way they can do that is by creating a complete cacophony of false truths so that you just give up mm-hmm. you yeah. know i mean you're absolutely right I, I think that's the scariest part is that you know, like like you said, Riley, there are politicians who are lying, yeah, and who are. I mean, I, I, which I, I don't want to make it sound
0: like that's the majority. Oh no,
1: or the the I don't think it commonality. is. Commonality, and I don't think I don't. <laughs> Taylor's maybe now, <laughs> I, but I mean, I think like. It, it is not outrageous of me to say that th- the president lies regularly. Yeah. He does. I mean, we have... That is a He's fact. been fact-checked many yeah. times. He, he lies, whether he knows he's lying, he's intentionally making stuff up, or he's misquoting or misremembering, or he didn't understand, or he thought he knew something that he didn't. I'm not going to... I'm not in his head, thank goodness. I don't know what goes on in there. But he is lying very often. And, that, and as we know that, it begins to call... Even his lying services his greater purpose because if he's lying, who isn't lying is is what he's hoping you'll ask. Well, maybe everybody's lying when there are people who are trying to do the right thing. And I would argue that, like, AOC is a good example of that, who are trying to, like, speak the hard truths. Mm -hmm. You know, when she talks about, like, the immediacy of our need to address climate change, it's scary. It's unsettling. It's uncomfortable. It should be. Mm hmm. And, and that those are hard things to say. And those also aren't things that you say that get you a lot of votes. Yeah, <laughs> when right. you say that kind of stuff, people go, ah, I don't like to hear that. Talk about how you're going to make my life better. Don't don't tell me about how if I don't do something, I'm going to die. Like That's don't not that. someone
0: saying something to get votes. It's someone saying something because it's important. Because they want to do things that will improve
1: our lives. And that that is a much greater thing task than just staying in power and Mm -hmm. unfortunately i think what we're seeing is that there are a lot of politicians whose main concern is just staying in power at all costs i Mm -hmm. think that many in the republican party are guilty of that right now as we see them just unflinchingly supporting a president who has no idea what he's doing and is you know has led us on the path to destruction in many Mm -hmm. different ways um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's hard to find. Even, I think a state like West Virginia is a good example because you look at the coal industry. It was so hard for so long to find out all the truth for some of us, like, growing up here. Yeah. Because, like, if you look at, like, sites of, like, reclaimed mines and stuff, they look gorgeous. That's not what most of, no. like, that's not what happens with mountaintop removal when the tops of mountains are literally cut off. Yeah. If you go to places where mines have been shut down... The local community, the economy has been devastated. Yeah. You know, if you if you see the patients coming in with black lung, this is the reality.
0: Well, and and, uh, communities built around coal miners and their families, they weren't even paid real money. No. They first were originally. originally. I mean, they were eventually, but I mean, they built their entire economies on them being able to contribute then more money and time to other things owned by the people operating the mines. And big outside
1: interests, big corporations controlling the flow of information has re- is really like a common theme in West Virginia history. It is in the United States as a whole, but I yeah. think for us it's very personal because so much of our state is owned like 80% of our state is owned by people who don't live in our state. Yeah. so and the flow of information is guarded by those people um the education bill that's that they're trying to pass in the west virginia state house of delegates right now is largely like the original bill the stuff in it Mm -hmm. comes from the Koch brothers
0: Mm -hmm.
1: i mean like that's where that nobody (laughs) nobody talks about this yeah but like this is all an attempt to like build a bunch of charter schools and funnel money out of the public education system. Are, and, are you telling me the Koch brothers don't have a vested interest in the health uh, and the <laughs> intelligence of the youth of West Virginia? Is that what you're telling me? I, and they're just hoping like people won't know. And you also talk about areas, rural areas, not just West Virginia, expanding outside, rural areas that don't all have great internet access. Mm-hmm. You have people who are only getting their information from their local newspaper. Yeah. And if they have time in their long work days because they're working long hard hours to get home and watch tv news that those are their only sources of information they're not they do not all have access to a computer or to internet to double check this stuff yeah i and i mean yeah that's that's how misinformation information flourishes and mm-hmm. that's why it's so crucial that your generation i think that tech savvy is really going to help with that yeah you know and then also i'm, I'm assuming now in class in like college or maybe in high school they already are like teaching you how to discern real and fake stuff on the internet have they yeah, ever done that I
0: mean I had a class last year last semester that was a requirement for my journalism major that's about media literacy that's the name of the class it's mm-hmm. about how to I want for papers and stuff conduct research that you're finding sources that you know are reliable and scholarly and, and edited and reviewed or whatever but also how you can look at a, a news website and tell if it's extremely biased tell if it's fake tell if it was just created by someone tell i mean a lot of people can't even read something and tell if it's satire or not like a lot of Mm -hmm. people read articles from the onion and think that it's some new event i i had an entire class about how to discern truth from what you're reading it only on the internet not even in you know Mm -hmm. other forms of media we've trusted for a long time because everything's moving towards the internet there are classes that are environmental science classes that are entirely dedicated to reading uh, websites that are about climate change and telling okay who wrote this where did the information come from who funded this who provided the information who provided the graphics what can we do to stop this what can we read from this that's truth and how can we fix it like those are things that that i'm mm-hmm. being taught that my peers are being taught that no one was being taught or even talking about what no. 15 years ago yeah Less than that, (laughs) that class should be
1: mandatory, like every grade from like I don't know, like (laughs) second grade up. Like as soon as kids start having access to computers, they should be taught like, what is truth on the internet? How do you find it, and what definitely isn't?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we even talked about the softwares that you can use to manipulate people's faces and voices to make them say things that they didn't. Mm -hmm. We listened Mm -hmm. to a podcast episode of Reply All about how these people are creating this and doing this and how it, maybe it's not a problem now because the software isn't advanced enough, but like you can't stop technology from evolving and from continuing to grow because it's evolved faster than anything else in modern history.
1: Which, you know, with that, I mean, and that it's a double-edged sword, of course. There's, there's more information yeah. that can be bad and that can be good. Right. It just depends on what information you find and what you do with it. But it, it's, it's why it's so imperative to, like, a good understanding of science, even if you're not in a science-based field, even if science isn't your interest, but, like, an appreciation for it. Mm-hmm. Like, an understanding of what the scientific method is and how science comes up with the things it does. Not on any, like, I don't mean a deep technical level. There are many fields of science I don't right. know anything about. But I understand what the process is when it comes to science. Yeah. And I think all of us need that foundation. Everybody should be exposed to that early on because what it gives me the advantage of is when I read some sort of outrageous medical headline, I go dig into it. Like I can tell like, mm, hold on, <laughs> hold on. There's, this is, this is misleading or this is wrong or there's more to this. And I know where to go. I know where to go look. I know what sources are trustworthy. I know where the science is. I know where the scientists are. I know what a peer reviewed study is and I know what that looks like. And I know what it means to be published in a journal versus published on a website. Not that everything on a website is fake, but like if you're trying to find the truth behind something, knowing how to figure that out. Is a skill for all of us, not just because I'm a doctor. Like everyone needs that. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if you had it, you would know climate change is real. Exactly. <laughs> and vaccines are safe and effective. And, and we are, wouldn't have to debate it. I don't know. That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, again, we're. Are we on the back of a turtle or something? I don't know.
0: I think the best <laughs> way the to not flat.
1: How is that? <laughs> How that come flat? back? <laughs> We've got measles. I and think a flat the best way to, to
0: describe. I think the best way to describe my generation is actually something I saw in a tweet that said the adults in our lives are telling us to go to college and become educated and to better society and the only way to do that is to go to college and get an education and are forcing us into college then we go to college and understand and are able to learn on our own as we grow that we need to change how we are treating the planet or else it is going to die. And we all are going to go down with it because we're not very nice to the planet we live on. And then we tell this to the adults and they're all like, oh, you're just a liberal snowflake trying to make up an agenda about the <laughs> environment. I don't, I don't know how science got labeled as a liberal agenda.
1: Yeah. Right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. I mean, like I... I guess I do have a liberal agenda, like a personal one, because I am a liberal. Yeah, I, yes. em- I embrace that. I... But science is just facts, man. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like science is just science. Like that's not part of my liberalism. That's another part of
0: me that is next to my liberalism in my heart. Part of me being heart. an intellectual <laughs> person who is able to discern fact.
1: Well, I feel like at some point they got separated into what we're really talking about, like, liberal and conservative it's liberal or concerns that deal with humans being happy and not dying and conservative is about money and making corporations yeah like that and I don't think that's I'm sure that there are perfectly good hearted conservatives out there and I think that they need to understand that that's that's where these camps are 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 uh, through labeling through the the things that you're told to care about and not care about like that, I don't. That's not the way it traditionally was, but it definitely is that way now. Well, and I mean, I think I think the biggest thing is like if you look at like progressives versus conservatives. Progressives are embracing change, and like mm-hmm. a conservative viewpoint is traditionally one that kind of like holds to traditions of the past. Our traditions of the past have failed us. Yes. In many many <laughs> look at ways. where we are right now. Let's <laughs> <There, laughs> take a second. So like if if young people are embracing a progressive track, it's because they don't want to hold to the traditions of the past. they have not they are not helping us anymore. Okay. They are doing damage. they are bad. yeah, I mean the, <laughs> <laughs> the, the world is dying. the wealth gap is getting uh, larger every day. like people are are sick and they can't get health care. These are just and things people that are still true don't
0: have clean water. <laughs> why we the- still talking about
1: this yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah, Flint doesn't have clean water. We have we're we're putting children in cages. Yeah. How about
0: that? So let's just take and a we- look at where these these uh traditional family values have gotten us today. <laughs> and, and that's the
1: thing. It's just a cognitive process. Like the definition of insanity is doing the same thing again and, and expecting different results. Like if, if I'm doing something and it didn't work once, uh, the chances that I do it again it's not, uh, are low. Like okay. Things weren't working. That's okay. We can change. That shouldn't be the thing that separates the parties. One person's ability to recognize information that the past has taught them and make changes. That's just human advancement. That is yeah, literally yeah. how everything we've achieved has been achieved. By going, yeah. yeah, that didn't work. I think I can come up with something better. That is That's- all of human advancement. That's yeah. the scientific method. Yeah. <laughs> Let's change another variable and try it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if young people are not, they, they aren't longing for the past. And it's not because they're immature. <laughs> it's because big swaths of the past sucked. Yeah. Like, it oh. it sucked when, you know, we couldn't vote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it I, sucked when everybody got polio. Like that sucked we don't we yeah. don't long for that because things are better now and so like get on the train let's head to the future <laughs>
0: <laughs> i i do let's nice
1: campaigns look <laughs> <laughs> i i do think that it's at least good like as far as like generations kind of like not like crapping on the generation after them i think this is the first time maybe in some some time that that hasn't been the case because, like, it's not like, like, you know, boomers being like, oh, those, you know, those millennials, they just want to eat avocado toast and not buy mm-hmm. tools. Uh, like, <laughs> I feel like now we're looking at your generation, Riley, we're like, look, I don't know what yeet means, but I want you to feel it. I've got your back. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't want you to have what I've got. I want you to have better. So how can I yeah. help?
0: I'm old. I don't understand what you're saying right now, but please help this planet. I, every night
1: that I go to bed, all I see is an island of plastic in the ocean, and I, I want to fix that. <laughs> I have fully given you the controls. I'll help you, but I don't. I don't think I know better than you. Metal straws, okay. I'm sure. on board. Yeah, that's I'll nice. buy I one. Do that. How about no straw? I can. I know how to I, use my mouth. <laughs> the the Disney store won't mean... No, no, sure. No, we need Maybe. we need straws for access. Uh some people do, but um some of us don't and we could not use them. Yeah. And also the Disney store won't give me a bag anymore. I'm fine they with don't... that. I'm fine, I'm fine with that. With like that. I'll live. I'll ha- live without the bag. Man, and you know how many angry karens does the Disney store have to deal with <laughs> every day cuz they can't get a bag. <laughs>
0: every time they offer me a bag now because it used to just be standard you go to a store they give you a bag every time they're like hey do you want a bag for this i always say no and i even deal with the social anxiety of now carrying my items that i did pay for but it does look like i am stealing
1: (laughs) i just want to reach (laughs) over the counter and just put my hand on their shoulder and be like thank you i know it's (laughs) hard thank you Thank you too, because like not get. If you ask me, I'll go. No, I don't. Like You're maybe right. my arms are full, it. and I have two kids, and I kind of do want that bag, but no, I no, I won't take the bag. But leave the bag here. They have those cool reusable ones. Yes, I will buy the reusable bag. Yeah. I do at the Disney store. I have yep. many disney bag
0: i've started bringing my own just like canvas tote bags to walmart with me every time i go just i look like a crazy person carrying in like three empty bags no you don't here i am ready to do my groceries you look like a
1: concerned (laughs) responsible member of society i have like a dirty backpack and like the (laughs) the cashiers watching me put like fresh fruit and i won't bag it because i'm like i'm gonna wash it anyway and that's wasted a bag so just like fresh fruit and like herbs I like, packs of, like, stuff in my dirty backpack. I'm like, I know what this, this. looks okay. like. <laughs> not in the backpack. Now, Tay, I'm going to get you a nice canvas bag. It's fine. <laughs> it, it works. It's what I have. It's not dirty no, inside. You... It's just super let's... dirty outside. Let's get you something breathable. <laughs> yeah. No, just... But but that's what we've got to rebrand it. That's part of it, right? Like, when you walk into the store with your reusable bags, that's got to be like, you're cool. Oh, hey. <laughs> like, hey. it's slow-mo, like the whoa exactly <laughs> how you doing
0: you know like friends like friends how oh, you good. doing well, with your reusable bags
1: <laughs> you know i did i did like uh, i i had uh, a young man i i suppose he was trying to hit on me uh it, it didn't it didn't work out but he was behind me in line at my bodega and i had just a few things that i live across the street from it so i just was gonna walk home with them like it was like three cans of cat food and like some soda and like He uh, he was like, oh, hey, uh," the cashier asked me if I wanted a bag. I said, no. And he said, if you don't have a bag, I've got an extra reusable bag. And I was like, oh, thanks. I don't, how would I get it back to you? And he said, oh, over a drink sometime. Oh. And I was like, you know, I was like, you know what? No, no, thank you. Like, sorry. But also, I want to say, uh, thank you for making that like a good thing. Like, that's like (laughs) a really like, hey, look at me i i care about the world if that's a thing that can like you can use as if that's if, if you would to embrace that purely as a pickup line great i don't care if that's what's cool now great <laughs> that's the tender of the future just sharing reusable bags going to a commune or to the zero waste store like. yes yep going composting together i know mm-hmm. well thank you sisters uh thank you um you're both younger than me i guess we're really riley we're talking about your generation but taylor i feel like you have you're a lot more part of it than i am just i don't know why those three years make such an age difference but i feel like they do i feel like like my i don't know you're so much more in touch with what young people are doing than me (laughs) that's just because you're a mom (laughs) yeah i just spend more time on the internet than you said that's why (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah it could be it could be is that um, it's because i thank immature. you both. thank That's you no 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 no. i don't think that at all i think that we can't look at it that way it's more mature yeah. no exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. no you're right, you're right you're right yeah uh but thank you listeners thanks for tuning in uh if you want to tweet at us you can tweet at still buff it, check out MaximumFun.org for a lot of other wonderful podcasts that you would enjoy and you can email us now at
0: questions at gmail.com. Gmail. Gmail. Com. Because our other email is wanting is, to send us emails. Is not wanting to work right
1: now. So no. so email us there, questions at gmail.com, if you have any questions for a question and answer episode that we're going to do. If you have any, like, teen-related questions of any kind for any time
0: Send those to that email, and we will see them. Or you can tweet them at us at stillbuff. Yes and thank you to the novellas for our theme song baby change your mind this has been still buffering a sister's guide to teens through the ages i am riley smurl i'm sydney McRoy. and i'm taylor smurl i am a
1: teenager and, and i was, was two, was two. Baby, change your mind. <laughs> oh, i got <laughs> it, is that, is that it? Is that's that good that's good love
0: Unless you binge watch TV at least 80 hours a week, Inside Pop is definitely not for you.
1: Sean, that's a little extreme and also not
0: quite true. Okay, Amita, how about Inside Pop is the podcast for people who love and appreciate the best pop culture has to offer? Oh, much better. In every episode, we interview the people who create the culture you crave. Past interviews include the showrunner of Ava DuVernay's Queen Sugar and Mudbound director Dee Rees. You'll also get the very best pop culture recommendations in our big sell segment. Plus, the opinions of two TV producers who are pop culture obsessives and actually do binge 80 hours of TV a week. Eyeballs. So tired. Listen to Inside Pop every other Wednesday on the Maximum Fun Podcast Network. MaximumFun.org. Comedy
1: and culture. Artist owned.
0: Listener supported.